Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. I just pushed record. You just pushed record. Why do you sound like you're singing? I'm feeling good. You sound like you're in high school musical. I just put record. <laughs> and I just feel good now, yeah. Push record together. Because we can only push record with you. <laughs> together. <laughs> it's unity. Push record. All right. And, and three, two, one. What are you doing? Testies in my mouth. Get on the ground, you fucking pledge. Ew. Welcome to the greatest podcast experience of your life. This is the Frat Chat Podcast. All young men like three things. Featuring Carlos Garcia and Chris Moore. And what's up everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Frat Chat Podcast. How you doing Mr. Moe? Yo, I'm feeling great. How are, you? How are you dude? You feeling great? You sound like you're feeling great man. Yeah, I I felt I feel fantastic. <laughs> you sound like you've been hanging out, you know, real taking it easy, you know, maybe smoking a doobie, hanging out by the waves, you know, sunny side California with your buddy Brad and Chad. Dude, like I totally love to like smoke doobies and sit by the waves, you know, <laughs> but um, uh, I feel like every time I have a day off, it rains. I'm like, yo, Mother Nature, like, what did I do to you? So uh, what have you been Jeez. up to, my friend? I actually have really, really exciting news. Oh, yeah? Go on. Uh, and that is, I think I have a new favorite beer. You have a new favorite beer? Whoa. What's that? Yeah. What is it? So I love my kombucha because I'm a white person. White people. And I and I found this hard kombucha. Oh if you could only see me rolling my fucking eyes right now as you say kombucha over and over and over and over and over. Let me tell you, I love my kombucha. I love carrying a yoga mat without going to yoga class. Oh God. I love my <laughs> so lemon. What are you doing? You just just lay it <laughs> out in the Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> I um I I love complaining with uh management. I love to get my nails done with no place to go. Um so yeah, I think that this kombucha um fits. Are you are you so are you making I, sure that you're eating enough macros to get through the day too, you know, because you want to make sure that your physique is maintaining with the new aura that you're putting out there. Your, um, because your I, physical well-being I drink is, my calories because I love myself Ah, yes, yes And because semen is liquid, correct? Correct <laughs> It's also a great oh, yes. eye cream <laughs> Is that why you look so young? Uh, here I thought it was the Botox <laughs> that, And I signed a deal with the devil Ooh, yeah. um, Her name is Cher Okay, so um, uh, I had this new drink I, I love it it's, it's by this company called Flying Embers Okay not familiar, but I can't wait to follow them on Instagram. Uh, the, they have what's called a hard uh, kombucha, okay. and this flavor is pineapple chili. Ooh. And I'm excited about it because I have these like spicy mango um, edibles. They're cannabis-infused uh, fruit bites. That sounds awesome. So I'm running low, but I'm like, oh, wow, I have these like sp- the spicy um, 
hard kombucha, and so I, it, it tastes like kombucha. So I don't feel like uh, I, I don't know. I just feel healthy drinking this um, alcoholic <laughs> beverage. I'll have I'll have a few more tonight, and I I'll convince myself that it's a good idea. So so does this come in cans like beer or bottles? How does how does this come? Well, these are cans. Okay. So you have like twelve of them, and say, so, yeah, I'm healthy. Let me tell you, I'm healthy. When this. <laughs> COVID is just an awful memory in the, in hopefully in the near future, I will bring some over to you and we will get fucking wasted off of, uh, kombucha and complaining to the manager. And I will bring a Karen wig for you too. I, I, I don't, I don't want to complain to the manager, man. I don't, I don't know that I can do it. I don't have it in me. All we have to do is just complain that it's against our rights to ask us to wear a mask. Oh, and I get it. And all we have to do is just find someone to let us borrow a few, like, assault rifles so we can yeah, storm some political building and then not be held accountable because True. we are that, white and privileged. That's what you have to do. That's what you have to do. But, but yeah, I, I'm going to have to go by Charlie uh, Garcia or something like that, or maybe I, don't, I just won't use last no names. No Garcia. Oh, that's a bad one. Yeah, no Garcia. How about, how about Charlie Winters? Charlie Winters, because he's white. <laughs> <laughs> Like, hi, my name is Charlie Winters. I'm definitely not Venezuelan. Definitely I don't know what Goya is, and Trump is my hero. What, what else do you what, what else do you need to know about Charlie Winters other than he's white? White, white people. <laughs> we need to make sure that the public knows that Charlie Winters uh, will never ever shop at Nike again. Never. And that never. although Charlie would like to boycott sports when they kneel yeah, um he has too he much would. money placed mm-hmm. in bets to take that stand plus his dad owns the team you know plus you know the president is uh good friends with him you know so uh, i i heard mm-hmm. i heard him talking and he's like no that charlie winters is just a phenomenal human being okay believe me and yeah the only way that i'm gonna kneel okay is if i drop a, a hot dog on the ground and i gotta pick it up <laughs> oh charlie <laughs> so speaking of trump uh, yeah, over Trump. Big nipple McGee. I've been calling him a big, fat, salami nipple McGee. <laughs> um, he's been speaking a lot about, like, he throws in a little comment here and there. He's like, nobody likes me. He's such an idiot. Well, you know, every, you know, I've we've done a lot of great things, but, you know, one day you'll see. They don't, they don't mention it, but it's fine. Like, did you hear that? He, like, did you so hear that Axis interview that, that just came out with him? You're left to wonder, like, is this guy fucking five years old? I, I tweeted a couple of clips from it. You feel like old you're man. watching, like, a little child argue. Like, it's... Here, actually, I can play for you right now. He talked about John Lewis. And this one, you just absolutely have to listen to. It's a minute long. And, you know, John Lewis died recently. And he's a, right. he's a civil rights hero to many in this country, as he should be. But listen when asked about John Lewis. John Lewis is lying in state in the U.S. Capitol. How do you think history will remember John Lewis? I don't know. I really don't know. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know John Lewis. Uh, he chose not to come to my uh, uh, inauguration. Uh, he chose... Uh, I, I don't... Uh, I never met John Lewis, actually. I don't believe. Do you find him impressive? Uh, I can't say one way or the other. I find a lot of people impressive. I find many people not impressive. But, no, but I didn't... Do go, you find his story he impressive? Come, he didn't come to my inauguration. He didn't come to my State of the Union speeches. And that's okay. That's his right. And 
again, nobody has done more right. for but, but back black to Americans than I have. I understand. He should have come. But I think he made a big mistake. But, take, but taking come. your relationship with him out of it, do you find his story impressive, what he's done for this country? He was a person that devoted a lot of energy and a lot of heart to civil rights, but there were many others also. There's a petition to rename the Edmund Pettus Bridge in Selma, Alabama as the John Lewis Bridge. Would you support that idea? I would, I would have no objection to it if yeah. they'd like to do it. Yeah, it's a good idea. Would have no objection to it whatsoever. Okay. Uh, just, you know, John Lewis, uh, he didn't come to my birthday party. Okay, believe me. So uh, I don't. I, I, <laughs> I know. I don't like him anymore. He's so stupid. Uh, I, I was at Chuck E. Cheese and I made a reservation for ten people. Okay, and there were only nine there. Okay, so John Lewis, uh, big stinking poo poo head. Okay, believe me. <laughs> That's so awful. Like, dude, he's like, what the fuck? He's five years old. That's really my only explanation for the guy. He's five years old. Jesus Christ. But anyways, what a mess. last week we uh. We talked free Britney, you know, and that seemed to that seemed to be yeah. And Boo Boo was very upset that I didn't speak to him beforehand because he would have prepped me. And I was like, I didn't know that you were such a big fan of this Britney movement. And he was like, Oh, hello, I'm gay. <laughs> oh my like, god! Oh, I'm so so glad that you um, finally admitted it <laughs> to yourself and to everyone. Yeah, he still he still tells his parents he's straight, you know, just so you know. You just know. point out if you guys are roommates, and then that's it. <laughs> We're just special friends, and sometimes he scratches my butthole, and sometimes I scratch his butthole, but the leap of time. Oh, yeah, Simo. It makes me just miss the 90s, man. Those were good times, man. Because it was a world where maybe, yeah, it had a lot of its problems. It had a lot of problems. But the people in charge knew enough to surround us with, like, cool colors and, like, new gadgets and TV entertainment to drown it all out. Which is, I don't know about you, Simo, but that's what I call parenting. Okay? Just let the TV deal with it. And that is the 90s. That's pretty much how I learned English, you know, watching TV. And today, you know, like, no. What did you watch? I watched a lot of wrestling, you know. But we'll get there. We'll get there. Oh, so are we talking about the 90s today? I have a lot to contribute. No, really? We gave it away. Hmm? Was it maybe the fact that I was going right into a perfect segue? You know? Hmm? Hmm? Is that, is that what gave it away when we're talking about the 90s? Hmm? Maybe? Perhaps? Um, I'm sorry. We can do your segue. You practiced in the mirror for a long time. You it do was your done. segue, it was and I'll just sit back and be quiet. Was done. I mean, literally, we go into and people that were around the '90s, and then I go into it now, and then I say I missed the '90s, which is what we're going to talk about today. And I was saying some cool shit about the '90s, and then here we are, and they go, "Oh, this is not what we're talking about today." Well, no shit, Sherlock. Why people? So you were born in 87 or 88? 88. January of 88. 88. So I was... So 1990, I was two. you were two. And Simo was like 14 or 15, just so you guys know. Um, but, you know, other than that... No, in, 19, in 1990, <laughs> I was five years old. I was only three years older than you. Five years old. And I feel like the 90s were like crazy for me because I was like a little kid at the beginning and then... At the end of the 90s, I was a teenager. I was like, what, like 17 or something, you know? And so then, no. So you're saying the 90s made you gay, is what you're saying. (laughs) 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 You go through a lot of, like, you know, 
changes yeah, from the age of 5 to 15, you know? That's very true. That's very true, Mr. Mo. But anyways. The, the first thing that I think of of the 90s is one of the best parts to me is the video games. But in 91, you get Sonic the Hedgehog for Sega Genesis, and it blew my fucking mind. And in 92, a year after, you get Mortal Kombat, which we talked about last week or two weeks ago on the pod, and literally now you get to rip dudes' heads off and shit. And I'm four years old at this point, but my mind is ultra blind. Finish him. Right? And it was so fucking awesome. And then you got a year after that, 93, you get Street Fighter, which is another fighting game, but now you're mixing like the violence from Mortal Kombat and then the the cute cartoon graphics from Sonic and five-year-old Carlos is fucking in. But then two years after that, PlayStation comes out where graphics are just insane. And yeah, I mix, I missed all like the Super Nintendo, obviously it was all in there. You know, you have Game Boy. So were you Game more, Game. okay, wait, 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 we got to back up a second. Were you team Street Fighter or team... Mortal Kombat. Ooh, that's tough, man, because I love both. Were you Team Sega or Team Nintendo? Because that was Sega all the way, son. Okay, I, well, I had both. Oh, you had both? Whoa! Whoa, excuse me! Uh, did you did you ever have uh, the uh, Sega Game Gear? I did, and it was my favorite, and I actually still have it. I still have my Game Gear, but I need a plug for it. Hope it still works, but that thing was I wish awesome. You told me that I just I just gave mine away recently. Son of a bitch, yeah. Um, here's the thing: Game Boy Color came out like years after Game Boy, but by then we already had Game Gear, and Game Gear was always in color, and it was essentially like a little portal uh, Sega Genesis that you walked around with. And I mean, by little, it was actually pretty massive. <laughs> but I had this like huge contraption on top that had a magnifying glass. Yeah, that would like it needed, it needed like it needed like nine batteries for it to operate. You know, <laughs> like it was like uh, totally. <laughs> and the plug it the, was like the size of my head. It was like, what the fuck? Why is it so big? It's bigger than the system, and it weighed like twenty pounds. But then it's kind of like it was, it was sweet because I had another friend in Venezuela who had one, and then we would trade games and shit, you know. So wait, good. you had electricity and batteries in <laughs> <Whoa>. Venezuela? <laughs> Whoa! I, you can't see now, listeners, but I just fell off my chair. Whoa! <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I know. I know your family background. That's not shocking. <laughs> just to back up for a moment i just want to talk briefly about mortal kombat who did you use Ooh, well i was always a big scorpio guy scorpion sorry scorpio is a wrestler uh scorpion was sweet he'd get over here yeah he was cool and uh sub-seer was sweet too but but it was uh, you know it depends depends on who I'm playing you know sometimes Sub-Zero sometimes I did a was, little Liu Kang action was like what the yeah I was always Liu Kang and uh, Sub Zero was just easy to use but if you kept freezing people in the same move over and over and oh, over would you and your friends be like stop cheating you're cheating you're doing it over and over and over oh it's annoying like we shit. would we would get mad at each other yeah and and I mean my cousin who I spoke about in the last episode was so amazing out of that. I could have tried anything, and he was still beating me. With my brother, it was a little more even, but yeah. I was such a bitch. I'd be like, can you... I've never used this guy before. Can you just back up a second? Let me just figure out some of the, the controls. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then cheat. And then th- <laughs> <laughs> um, so, the, remember that guy would, like, pop up and be like... He'd be like, whoopee! whoopee! That guy. Whoopee! 
Yeah, that guy was great. <laughs> oh yeah, and then because um, I to me like Mortal Kombat was like the first game where I was like, wow, look at all these like cheat codes from this. They had these like like video game magazines, and I was like, oh wow, look yep. at this. I can type in this code and and I get <clears> these like cool special effects. Dude, um, but I the completely one thing, forgot about the video game magazines. I used to use those for all kinds of games. The like, one thing I have to say that I will never understand is what the fuck did Kung Lao say when he would pick up people and drop them he'd be like pick it up like it oh shit i don't know what if man, what? pick it up like it <laughs> but what if he was saying something like really useful and we just never knew like pay your taxes <laughs> don't don't forget to White vote front to back <laughs> front to back no pull the sack you're adopted billy pick your parents like won't it. tell you <laughs> pick it up like it don't put it in your mouth <laughs> I was a big fan of uh, the Nintendo games. I, if I had to choose between Super Mario games and Sonic, uh, I think Mario wins. Yeah, that's, um, that's a tough one. I was a big one. fan of like... I love them both so much. So like so the tough. Zelda games with Link, I was a big fan of, you know. But um, what changed it for me was when... This is a true story. Uh, my father got me this game called Star Fox. Oh, yeah. On Nintendo 64. And this game came with a rumble pack. Mm-hmm. And that rumble pack oh, is Barbara. how I, yep, and that's how I knew I was gay. Is that how you got your first orgasm? <laughs> that is how I, that's how I knew, okay, there's more than meets the eye. Sibo you know, would just sit on the um, remote and let people shoot at him, so the ship would buy it. Like, oh, yes. <laughs> totally. Dude. I was like, Mom, I told you, I need more batteries. <laughs> <laughs> and it's crazy because it was kind of like, even though you had the Nintendo Sega war in the early 90s and the mid 90s, the PlayStation N64 war was going just as strong. Like, for example, PlayStation, you have like Metal Gear Solid and Crash Bandicoot and like Spire the Dragon. I'm, I'm pretty sure those games were, were strictly for that. And those were amazing. But then on N64, you had games like GoldenEye, Super Smash Brothers, uh, NFL Blitz. WWF No Mercy, which is still one of the greatest wrestling games ever released, as voted on by many wrestling nerds, such as myself. Like, N64 was awesome. And I, but I, I feel like uh, PlayStation tried to be a little more realistic towards their games. And N64 was more, like, arcade So, and in a way, I kind of think N64 was a little more fun to play, to the point where in college... I still had mine, and I still have my N64 to this day. That shit still works. Dude, I would beat your ass in GoldenEye, put it on some proximity Ooh. mines in the bunker, and Ooh. you were going down. You play me in some fucking GoldenEye, man? Man, you say, you name the place and the date. I don't care if we have to be 10 feet apart, wear a mask, and we're in two systems. You know what else? I'll kill you I, in some GoldenEye, um, son. You Did dead. you play that game called Perfect Dark? It was like yeah, yeah, but the I never played it. Version of GoldenEye. I never played it, but it, it looks cool. You know, you should consider it because a lot of the same like like levels and you know like like I don't know. It's just like GoldenEye, pretty much. Same controls, same guns, same a lot of the same people. Well, maybe I'll check it out, Mister Mo. After I'm done kicking your ass in GoldenEye, so <laughs> I liked wrestling games. We um I didn't watch wrestling as much as you did, but that was a big part of the nineties. Oh hell yeah, and we'll get there because what a better way to transition because video games weren't weren't the only thing, you know. The nineties were 
an epic, epic iceberg, you know? And the video games were just the tip of the iceberg. So when it comes to my love in the 90s, the television was fucking bomb too. You know, like you had Family Matters was going strong. The world gave us Urkel, you know? And I knew that. Are you, are you, afraid, are you, are you afraid of the dark and goosebumps? We're battling for spooky supremacy, you know? And a certain Corey Matthews showed us how to live in Philly and how to meet the world, if you say, if you will, in Boy Meets World. Topanga was fucking hot. Yeah, she still is, too. Danielle Fischel. And Will Smith left Philly, where Boy Meets World is, and he went become the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. So, I mean, you had the sitcoms ran wild, man, and I, I know you were a big Roseanne guy. I was not, but I know you watch that shit. That seems like, it seems like... Well, I'm embarrassed to say I watch it now because people don't like her at the moment. <laughs> well, I mean, did you ever have any doubt that Roseanne would have been racist? Like, Roseanne, come on. Okay, so when you said, we'll talk about the 90s, I thought to myself, oh my God, I love, my first thought was, I used to love that show called ALF. It was like, ALF. like weird. But ALF was like, the 80s, man. It was. I looked it up and it said 85 <laughs> to 90 and I was like, the fuck? Oh, Simo, yeah, man. I think by the time the 90s came around, ALF was, I mean, he was still on TV, but it was probably syndicated by then. I feel like in, in the 90s, the, the coveted spots for um, uh, primetime sitcoms were um, Friday nights. Yep. 8, 8.30, That was called TGIF. And I think, I think that, you know, we know TGIF as, thank God it's Friday, but I think that they tried to, to coin it as, like, thank goodness it's funny. Uh, Possibly. I remember them, them saying that. White people! But, um, but the original, the first TGIF, I know, the first TGIF, um, the lineup was Full House. Oh, yeah. Family Matters. Um, oh, shit. What was after that? Full House Family I think it was um, this show called uh, Perfect Strangers. Wow. Do you remember that? And there was a character named Balky who was just yep. foreign, and that was, yep. like, funny, I guess. Yep. And then um, uh, there was another show called Just the Ten of Us, and it was this, like, guy that had a bunch of, like, daughters, and he was, like, a football coach or something. Now that I've never of heard these, like, of. skank kids. I don't know. <laughs> Jeez. Um, <laughs> Sounds awful. But, yeah, that was my first memory of TGIF. But then down the road, we got shows like like Dinosaur. And, oh, um, dinosaurs were step. sweet. Not the mama, not the mama. I used to love that but show. It's fucking awesome. I love that show. I remember that the, even the, 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 the one character, that I think the son was like Robbie. Uh, was definitely a dinosaur. Yeah, he wore, he wore like, he a, like a, a, a mohawk. Yeah, he had like a dinosaur mohawk somehow. And he wore a, a, yeah. a Leatherman's jacket. Yeah, and like Nikes. he was so cool. Yeah, he was awesome. I was like, and he had like a, his ear pierced, right? Yep, I was like, that is one cool dinosaur. Well, and, and TJF ultimately they, they ended up having Boy Meets World. Yes, <laughs> which I still love. I still love Boy Meets World. I still watch that shit. It's so good. I, I It was okay to me. I liked it. It was okay. It got so um, much funnier as it went on. Like in the first, the first couple of seasons, it's kind of hokey as he's younger. Um, it was it was cute and kind of funny, but the older they get, but the there's some there's some get. difficult uh, topics because because Sean, um, so Corey's friend Sean had like a rough home life. Remember that? Yeah. Like I was like, oh, this is too deep. Like I'm going back to where Urkel breaks stuff. Or the time, or the time where you know I mean? where Corey and Sean discover each other uh, jerking off for the first time, and they decided to give each other hand jobs. You know, but then they decided, okay, that it wasn't gay. 
okay, if you follow me, because because uh, Mr. Feeney was there filming the whole thing all along, which means it's it's experimenting. So yeah, not gay. Not I gay. missed that episode, that was, but that you can you can send me a clip. <laughs> that was the season finale. Uh, but for some reason, for some reason on that episode, uh, Corey and Sean were, were played by my two uncles. And then I got a letter from from Disney uh, asking me to play the role of Feeney for that episode, which was really weird because I had an audition for the role, you know. So I don't know. It was weird. It was weird. I don't know why Disney did went that route with the casting. Uh, oh, so this seemed, is, this is a family reunion <laughs> flashback. <laughs> Were you a, a Power Rangers guy? Because I was a huge Power Rangers guy. Dude, I used... Yes, absolutely. I thought they were so shit. cool. I was late for the bus every day. What was your... What was your... Uh, what was your Ranger? Which one did you like? Um, well, you know what? It's difficult because... I liked the green ranger, yeah. but then he was the white ranger. And then I was just like, you got to stop changing these. Colors. That guy like, stayed on the green. show. He, he, they searched characters like, like rosters like many times, but he stayed on the show for like 10 years. I was late every day because I had to watch power rangers. You didn't fucking shower yet. No mom. Like, I, I don't know if the pink ranger is going to find a date to prom. Oh, oh she was so know. hot. So. The pink ranger was like my girl. And the yellow ranger died in real life. <sighs> I didn't know that. Yeah. She'd be like, tiger. <laughs> Wait, no. Saber Tooth Tiger! Whoa, whoa. I can't tell if that was an attempt of just a yell or like a like a really bad Asian accent. <laughs> tiger! <laughs> That's how she would say it. Saber Tooth Tiger! Oh, see, oh my God, I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember her voice at all. But I think she died in a car accident. Oh, whoa, Ooh, let's whoa, have a moment. Whoa. Now she can't drive because she. Whoa, 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 Simo! Now you're just. This is going too far. <laughs> no You know I have to say It was really shitty To make the Asian girl The yellow ranger And the black guy The black <laughs> yeah. ranger I was like Yo yep. This is not good yep. You you loved um, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air right? I love I mean, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air It was so fucking good Well um, th- I love Friends And that was like Later in the 90s Yeah but still 90s Friends show. of course So Friends was huge Seinfeld was- Yeah Seinfeld was good as shit I didn't really understand Seinfeld until I was older. Yeah. I remember watching it with my parents and being like, why is this so funny? I didn't like, get it I as a understand. kid at all. Yeah, that was a hindsight 2020 show. Yep. Dude, I think Martin Lawrence is a fucking comedy genius. He'd be like, damn, His Gina. Characters, damn, Don't you know Gina. no good? He was so fucking good. That show was damn. great. When he would play the, the little person the character and he'd be on his knees, though, that was, Shanae was hilarious, too. Martin was great. I liked I like, was it Brother Man? He'd be like, I'm just trying to get something to eat. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, get out. And of course, if we're going to be talking 90 sitcoms, I got to talk through one that's both a uh, sitcom and a cartoon. And of course, that would be The Simpsons, my good friend. Yeah. That was my shit. Because it was running wild all throughout the 90s. And literally, that show is 50% of my sense of humor. For sure. They had, they, to this date, I think that The Simpsons and Roseanne have the best Halloween episodes. Oh yeah, the far. Simpsons are famous for their Halloween. But speaking episodes. of cartoons, when I think of the nineties, I don't I you know I should think of the Simpsons because I did watch them a lot, but I think of like Chickapapa, Doug and Rugrats. Yeah, dude, Rugrats. How can I forget Rugrats? Rugrats was so good. And Cartoon Network with like Johnny Bravo Don, and Dexter's, and Dexter's Lab and Powerpuff Girls and Johnny Bravo we spoke about <laughs> on the show is a big all-time favorite of mine. And he had great hair. And, you know, so me and him, we'd have been pals 
you know, and I think it would have been a good wingman for him that maybe taught him not to be so uh, aggressive with women. And, you know, because he was a handsome guy and he was in shape. He just needs someone to guide him, you know, maybe get him a girlfriend. When <laughs> I remember there was a show. So I used to watch a lot of like, so, okay, the 90s MTV started to venture out and do shows yes. that were not music related. So real world was like my dream. I remember like. My dream in life was to be on Real World, but I would settle for road rules, I would always say. Yeah, right. That would have been so fun. What Jersey Shore did to, like, the 2000s, and even now, because Jersey Shore Family Vacation is their highest-rated show uh, on MTV now, uh, you know, Real World was doing in all through the 90s. And I remember watching the New York season, The Miz was in it in that time, and he became... Yeah, Mike. Yeah, Mike The Miz, and he became a WWE superstar. And stuff from the show. And I don't remember if it was the late 90s or early 2000s. But whatever. And he lived with that girl named Coral. And yeah. I used to think she was such a bitch. Yeah. And, there was, and that was, I think that was my favorite season. I feel like everybody has one. But I love that season. Do you remember when um, in Seattle when Steven slapped Irene across the oh, face? Oh, yeah. Because uh, Lyme disease girl. See, I wasn't watching, watching at the time. But I remember MTV was also notorious for their clip shows. And they did like a best of real world. And maybe like a motion shocking or whatever and that i remember seeing the slap he like runs out of the house right and they're in a car and he's like wait 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 it looks like he's about to apologize and then he comes in the car and just slaps the shit out of her and runs away <laughs> well he had stolen her teddy bear right and threw it in the water yep. but you know what though she she said to him that he, she's like you're a homosexual and he was like, what? No. <laughs> no. And then when they had this like huge reunion episode. He's like, I am a homosexual. Um, he was there with his boyfriend. <laughs> he was there with his boyfriend. And I was like, dude, like you owe her a big apology. Yeah. And she should slap you back. Fuck, man. But at the same time, you, like at the, at the 90s. Gagged out. Well, at the 90s, it wasn't necessarily even, even though it was, it was opening up more, it still wasn't necessarily cool to just be put out there like that. You know, you could still get fired from your job, right? So... She shouldn't have put him out there on the spot like that, but he was pretty flamboyant, if I remember correctly. Like it was, it was pretty clear that you know every season there's a gay guy. So, if it, but I also think he was also I think he was um, uh, a black Jewish man. Yep. So I think MTV was like a black Jew. <laughs> Holy moly! You're in. <laughs> <laughs> they always. They, they. I feel like they. They. They use psychology against. Like the community, they were like, "Who? Like, let's let's employ these psychologists to help us with the casting, and you tell me who you think won't get along, and that's who we'll cast." Yeah, and also, Perfect. I feel like the '90s was a time for like chaos and shit, which is why wrestling had its boom. Like the characters that were. The most famous were like the Stone Cold Steve Austin's or The Rock, you know, like Stone Cold would come in, talk shit, drink beer, beat up his boss on TV and then like walk out. You know, it was all like raising hell. You know, I feel like that was like like the the premise of a lot of the later 90s in particular, you know, like, for example, in 97, you get a show like South Park coming out. And it's revolutionary because you have cartoons saying shit and fuck and ass and all these crazy curse words. And now it's passe. Now, now South Park's been around so long that you're desensitized to it. But I remember when it first came out, some parents were like, this shit is the devil. You need to cancel it. And man, look, look, look at them still going like shit. When, when South Park came out, the Christmas episode with Mr. Hanky, the Christmas pool. Genius, um, dude. At that at that moment, I was like, oh, my gosh, my dad and I, um, we, we bonded. 
Because I, I always thought to myself, like, I don't know if he really gets me. But then we, we both couldn't stop cackling with this Christmas poop. I was like, okay. And I would love that he would... Everything would be okay. He, he would touch things, and then after he would move away from them, you would see, like, the poop mark, you know? Like, he would touch a wall, or he, oh or gosh, he would, so like, funny. touch one of them, and there would still be there were little poo smears. <laughs> That was a game I had, I think, on on, on GameCube, maybe. I think I had... Um, I had a South Park for N64. That had two South Parks. I had a trivia one, but I had one that was like a story mode where, uh, like, these turkeys, these giant turkeys invaded the town, and you pretty much were yeah. first-person oh, view. Maybe that's what I had. Yeah, it was 64, and it was first-person, like, like uh, GoldenEye, but instead of shooting, you would, like, shoot snowballs, and you can pee in them, and then you would get better weapons as you go through. But, and they would dance. Yep, yep, you can get a little gun, a little gun that made them dance. That game was fucking awesome. What was the song they would sing? You would dance. Oh, I like, don't remember. Um, I don't remember at all. But, but Oh, wait, I know. It was, like... It was, it, wait, it was like it was like uh, I like to sing about the moon and oh, the June yeah. and the spring. I like to sing it. It was so stupid. <laughs> My God, I love that, that shit. That show is like famous for had, great like stupid songs. Though, like then they have the Butters episode where he's tap dancing, and then the the song he tap dances to his soundtrack is like this guy like I got something in my front pocket for you why don't you reach in there why don't you see what it is it's like what and it's so fucking good and bad but good when I look back at old episodes I'm like there's so much like amazing material that I missed because I was just not mature enough to like put two together so I feel like everyone in their 30s you need to go back pull out some old DVDs of the first season of South Park and it's it, you'll fall in love with it all over again. Yep. And while you're there, uh, you know, I've been watching... Smoke uh, a joint. <laughs> yes, for sure. I've been watching uh, Dragon Ball Z, you know, which is another amazing 90s show. And, you know... I liked Piccolo, but I like green things, so... Yep. And here's the thing. I, I did mention that I was watching the original Dragon Ball a couple weeks ago. I have, I have now finished watching... Uh, all like 170 episodes of that and uh, <laughs> naturally my brain now can't let me rest until now I go chronologically through Dragon Ball Z so I just started watching that today and holy fuck it's 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 still and, so good and your girlfriend Julia is like <laughs> what is this she hasn't spoken to me in days but it's okay now she's <laughs> back at work now right she is she is at work as part of you like yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but man, then she leaves and I'm like a puppy dog. Like, I'll miss you. <laughs> I, I like the company, but for me, it's better to be productive. You know what I mean? Like, I do need my time. Otherwise, like, I can be so lazy, you know? Snuggled up next to that sweet, special someone that you love, you know? Things are good. I don't need anything else. That's what I like. I'm a snuggler. Let me live. No, it's so so funny. When, when I so I split my week like either at my apartment or at Boo Boo's, and uh, when I'm at Boo Boo's apartment, I'm like, oh man, like I'm so independent. Like I, it's just too hot for snuggling. Like I just need space and like just give me a moment. And, like I sit on the toilet and I watch Instagram videos forever, and I'm like, oh man, it's just too much. And then I come home and I'm like. Wait, who's gonna make coffee for me? And yeah, wait, who's gonna watch all the things I like to watch? I'm like, oh, so I feel like um, I have to do it like every like two or three days, and then just like switch off. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, you you like your freedom, but I I like it too. And it's like now at this point, I feel like it's just 
it's nice to have that support system too. And I don't know, it's so built in for me now that it's, I couldn't imagine not having it. You know, it's like, that's why breakups are tough after a long time because you kind of become codependent with a person. And then so you, it kind of becomes second nature. Like something funny happens to you, you text that person. You know, something happens and you want to reach out to them. All of a sudden you're, you don't have them anymore. And it's like, I'm all out of love. I'm so lost without you. That's like your go-to hit. You know what? Boo Boo and I got an argument this past weekend because he, he, um, I don't know. It was feeling some kind of way. He just wanted to snuggle on the couch. And I was like, no, it's hot. Oh, yeah. Well, dude, when it's hot and it gets He's sweaty, like, it's, like, it's, nah, hot. it's like, get off me, man. Like, <laughs> no way. And he was like, really? And I was like, don't touch me. <laughs> it's like, so, so like at one point we were like snuggled up, laying down in bed. And I was like, I can't handle it. So I got up and went to the couch. And at some point, he, like, walked into the living room, and he was like, you're a fucking asshole. I'm like, sorry, dude. This guy's <laughs> so you're that too guy. hot. Gotcha. But I'm one of those people gotcha. where when I sleep, it has to be super cold. Yeah. I like to like, snuggle up in my blankets. I like to be super cold. Um, yeah, me too, dude. But, you know, I hate being hot when I sleep. I can't sleep when it's hot. You know, I love boo-boo, but he snores. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. So sometimes, like, if I can't roll him on his side or something or, like, I just have to retreat. Well, <laughs> you get so mad at me saying this, but I, I can't help well, it. Well, if it was I, that, you, you know, if it, it's just loud. If it was that, man, you could trade places with me and Julie. Julie has like a poltergeist every night when we sleep. I, I really don't know. Like she like grinds <laughs> her teeth. She like contorts. The other day she was she was sleeping and she was like having like these hysterical laughing fits, but not like you're like normal laugh. Like all of a sudden like you hear a cackle and you're sleep. It's like what the fuck is happening? It's it's, it's terrifying. Oh, no. It's terrifying. Like I would call the exorcist. Oh, she'll wake up I would and like, be like Julie. Yeah, right. She'll open her eyes. Go to the light. <laughs> <laughs> the power of Christ compels you. You know, it's like yeah. like I looked over the other night and she was like just her eyes were open and she was like staring at me. It's if she wasn't, she was asleep, but her eyes were open. I said, like, What the fuck? And then she like snapped out of it. It's like, oh sorry. So what the fuck? Like who? Who are you? Are you is this a demon? Oh no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So take you take your little sorry little snores and enjoy them while you can. I'm sleeping next to the fucking exorcism of Emily Rose over here. It's not cool. Yikes! <laughs> you know, Family Guy came out in the '90s too, and they came out in 1999. I'm seeing here, and that was kind of Family Guy. Yeah, they tried to take on, but then they got canceled, and then it came back. But its original run started in the '90s. Well, they were ahead of their time. Yeah, they sure were. But I mean, I just feel like I just feel like it's one of those shows that, like, Arrested Development. That was a 2000 show, but it's one of those that came on and it just didn't have an audience yet until, you know, like for example, for Family Guy, it was they put them on Adult Swim and people started watching them on there, and then it's got a huge demand for a DVD release, which numbers did huge, and then, of course, the network then thought they brought it back, based on those numbers. Um, it was the same thing with the rest of the development. When it was originally on Fox, it didn't do well, and it got canceled after, I think, three seasons, and then it did so well after the fact on Netflix that, or DVD sales did so well, that Netflix bought the rights, and then they they are been doing seasons for the last couple of years. So it's like, fuck, you never know. You never know. Do you watch Home Improvement? I loved Home Improvement. It was so good. (laughs) More power. Tim the Toolman Taylor was like my guy, dude. And their neighbor was so fucking nice, too. I absolutely loved 
that show. I would literally watch it right now if it was on the air. And Married with Children was also another top favorite at the Garcia household. My good friend Jerry Perzigian wrote for Married with Children, and he is one of my favorite people in the whole world. And shout out Jerry. Dude, because best uh, show. Like, that was such a funny show. Al Bundy is a whole type yeah, of mood. It's brilliant. He's so fucking good and relatable, you know, because there's a ton of people I know who are basically modern versions of Al Bundy. You know, like the fact that he always brags about his high school football days, you know, while he works in his awful job as a shoe salesman. You know, it's just fantastic. I fucking love Al Bundy. And it's not just him. The whole show was amazing. The wife, Peg, was hilarious. But I love, you know, the kids. Like, Christina Applegate grew up on that show. And, I mean, she I had such a crush on her growing up, too. Like, And she still is fucking gorgeous. Drop-dead gorgeous. But Bud, the son, who was, like, the slimy, nerdy kid who just became a total tool. Like, that whole family was so perfectly casted. The show was amazing. But it was, like, nice because growing up as, like, white trash myself, I was like, oh, wow, <laughs> like, I fit in somewhere. My family's unconventional, and their family's unconventional, and they're popular, which means that maybe one day I'll be popular. That's sad. <laughs> or probably not. <laughs> yeah, right. You, you were definitely the butt of your yeah, family, though. Don't worry. Not. Were you Bud Bundy, gay Bud Bundy? <laughs> I think I was the gay neighbor. Oh, yeah, Marcy. She was she, Marcy. She was a ball buster. Her husband was hot, and she didn't have any fucking clue. Well, you remember they actually had she had two husbands on that show. The first guy, Steve, I yeah. think was that left, and then but they did bring him back a little bit later on. But then the the second husband is the guy from uh, Revenge of the Nerds. The handsome, yeah, he is. Yep, which Sexy. which we did Ooh, a watch along yes. episode in on season one. So if you haven't checked out season one, make sure to go on the franchise archives and do so. We had some good shit there. Okay, you guys, and on that note, I believe it's time for us to wrap up this week. But don't yeah. you worry because we still have plenty more '90s stuff to talk about. So tune in next week because we still gotta talk. We still gotta talk movies, man. We still gotta talk music, man. We gotta talk all kinds of shit. We gotta talk TRL. We gotta talk all kinds of good stuff. So don't you miss it and come. But of course, before all that happens, make sure, guys, to follow our fantastic sponsor, The Moon Life Clothing, on Instagram at The Moon Life Clothing, and on their website, TheMoonLife.com. Check out our good buddy Gazzo. You can check him out on Instagram at Gazzo Music and on Twitter at Gazzo. Of course, you can check me out at Carlos Does the World on Instagram, on Facebook, on TikTok. That's right, even TikTok. Even if it's Trump shuts it down, I'll be there. And then you can check me out on Twitter at Carlos Does World. I don't check my Twitter, guys. I, but follow I'm so him anyway. I don't even know what my handle it's, is. What's my it's handle? Seymour Comedy. Seymo. And the fact that Seymour Comedy. The fact that I know that, not you. Damn it. Twitter.com. We'll follow him there and then check him out at, on Instagram at chris.more.comedy and no you do not follow him at seymourcomedy.twitter.com it's not a website sir um, see see okay well <laughs> not no thanks guys and, <laughs> and, <laughs> I motion to adjourn this meeting and I second so yeah I gotta smoke another bowl ciao Sail.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.